0: Good morning. I'm Peter Inch along with Brandon Baldwin. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the home comfort show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Thank you for listening today. We hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and maybe a little bit about curling. But most important, we'd love to answer your questions. so please send them into inch by inch at peterinch.ca and we will answer them on next Saturday's show. How's Mr. Baldwin doing today?
1: Doing pretty good, Peter.
0: Now we're, we're a week behind, so we apologize to our listeners. Last week we had to play a tape show. Mr. Gilbert, I don't know why, has decided to take two weeks' holidays and uh we were short staffed last week so we couldn't do the show but we got to go back a little bit to our golfing day yep. at uh, big brothers or yeah big was it yep yeah, big brothers big sister i'm yep. forgetting i got so many golf tournaments <laughs> i don't know which one yep. but it was big brothers big sisters at the st thomas golf and country club and we could go hole by hole but
1: yeah. I mean, we, it wasn't our best day at golf, it, <laughs> so I can see why you tried to forget it. Yeah, it
0: wasn't. Uh, Mr. Gilbert hit into the parking lot the last time we were there, yeah. and I almost hit into the parking lot. This time, thank God for huge pine trees that stopped my ball. But yeah. So it wasn't our best day. I think we shot minus four, Yep, but minus 17 won it. Yeah. Uh, but it was a really fun day it was uh good to raise some money for big brothers big sisters uh they and you know they had a full field which was nice to see uh it was a sunny day mm-hmm. wasn't too hot nope. our captain let us down
1: yeah a little disappointed in luke but he tried
0: <laughs> yeah we uh he was a little shocked when i said you're the captain and he yeah. but uh he calmed down after a few holes and started to relax he and did. have fun. And Same with Jim. So, yeah. So we appreciate uh, everybody, yourself and Luke and Jim Westover for coming out and being part of that and enjoying it. Yeah. Um, should mention, get your briar tickets. They're going fast. I got a ticket report this week and they're going very well. The street curling is going to make an appearance at Western Fair. So make sure, I think it's in the Agriplex in the community area. We're going to be in the Tourism London booth. And we will have the uh, street curling there. And uh, it will be manned by briar volunteers. But some of the uh, Peter Inch and Associates staff will be there on and off, depending. uh, If we, we aren't working too hard those days, we'll stop in and help out and assist with our our uh, street curling we're getting pretty good at it and then it's going to be at the Ilderton fair and then it will probably take a rest until the briar when the briar comes it will be set up in the patch there but uh, so make sure you get out and give that a try um, so that you can see how much fun it is and why you should be curling um, mr gilbert's not here so i could say we've got 624 people following us on facebook And that's up too so we thank everybody who's following us and there's uh, a lot of good information there on maintenances we put a video up on a central air maintenance that we did that was completely covered and how often do you see that when you're you're out there
1: more than you think to be honest and even if it's maintained annually um, just that I've noticed this year especially the pollen in the air um, just the outdoor unit the coil and in that unit it just it's been dirtier than I've been finding throughout the years so uh, even though you think you're doing it annually it doesn't even hurt to just check it throughout the season just to make sure you know there isn't a build-up at the end of the season so anyway.
0: and both of those were related to me so I gave them yeah. quite a hard time about not listening to the radio show and hearing us say mm-hmm. you need to wash that down if they have those decorative covers that are over the coil mm-hmm. That you know, you really need someone to come out and perform a maintenance on it,
1: right? And it's huge, right? Like you lose a lot of efficiency, and then you just put that extra stress on that system that you don't need to do,
0: which will shorten the life expectancy of that unit. It,
1: it sure does. Yeah, it takes it from you know ten to fifteen, and you know if it runs at a higher pressure, the whole system will run at a higher pressure, and you're more likely to have a leak in the system, which is the worst thing you could have happen.
0: Yeah. And we're seeing a lot of those, the coils, the, what I call the A coils in your, above your furnace, Mm -hmm. don't seem to be able to take that high pressure.
1: They don't like it. And then just trying to get their efficiencies, they've made those coils so thin that it's, you know, they're prone to leaking. So just keeping, keeping that outdoor unit clean, uh, the coil clean keeps those pressures down and filters changed inside it's so the little things that go a long way.
0: So, you know, even we may be winding down. I mean, it's getting... It was 10 degrees this week on yeah. in the mornings. It's been nice mm-hmm. to wake up. My dog's loving it, the yeah. long hair. And yeah. uh, But, you know, we're coming to the end, but that doesn't mean forget about the air conditioner. If you haven't had it maintained, mm-hmm. it's a great time to get your furnace and your air conditioner main, maintained at the right time. Yep. So... uh Definitely look at that. Well, we're going to jump into some questions. Uh, One is a customer has asked, what is a heat exchanger? I was told mine is on its last legs.
1: Okay, so your heat exchanger is where the flue gas is, so your products of combustion um, from the natural gas or propane burning. That heat exchanger separates those gases from the air supplied throughout your house, so it exchanges the heat from those from that flame and then your air will go around that and then throughout the house so uh, rust corrosion um, there's crimps so anytime after 10 years that's when you know or even before i've seen uh, that's where one of our most important checks on a maintenance is checking that heat exchanger and the condition of that heat exchanger it could be a spider web it could be uh, dust or dirt just throwing off that flame a little bit and Again, maintenance is huge because it could be something little like a spider web and instead of your heat exchanger lasting in 15 years, because of that flame impingement, could last, you know, five years and slowly decrease the life of that heat exchanger. So safety is a huge thing because if it cracks or leaks, now you have that product of combustion, which is carbon monoxide, into the house.
0: Now, some, unfortunately, some furnaces, we know where the cracks appear because they... They have a a consistency of cracking in the same place. Or I know there's some that will pop what we call rivets, Mm -hmm. which are supposed to hold the two pieces of the heat exchanger together, Mm -hmm. but then they pop off, usually lay in the bottom, Mm -hmm. so very quickly we can spot that. And then that allows the combustion uh, gases to get into the air that's now be blown into your home. So when we see that, and and we say you have a cracked heat exchanger and we've got it infracted, people say, well, can't you just leave it on? Mm-hmm. And why why can't we do that?
1: Well, safety, right? The, uh, the last thing you want in your house is carbon monoxide. Uh, you should have zero parts. You should have a detector on every level, close to every bedroom um, throughout that house. Um, just because you can't smell it, you can't see it, It's a it's a deadly killer. So... Uh, One of the most important checks that we do on that maintenance is obviously, like I said earlier, checking that visually heat exchanger, uh, making sure it's in good condition. And then we use a tool called a combustion analyzer in the exhaust to make sure it's burning properly. So there's a secondary heat exchanger in that furnace. So just it it can't be seen what kind of condition it's in unless we use that combustion analyzer to test it.
0: And it will tell you the products that are in the flue, correct? Gas, yeah. and if they're low or is too a prop- high,
1: or too high, right? So yeah. if you got water backing up, because they can break down, uh, that instead of having fifty parts, because you'll always have carbon monoxide in the exhaust, but if you had fifty parts, but if it starts failing, you could have two hundred parts, and we're checking it annually and we're seeing that we could say hey just so you know you may want to start saving for a furnace because you're not going to want to change a heat exchanger but it's on its way out
0: well we've got to take a break but when we come back we're going to talk a little bit more about that so you are listening to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning when we're not on the radio you can reach us at 226 499-3752 or always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch the Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. Before the break we were talking about heat exchangers and we're coming in to what I call our busy season on heat exchangers where we're checking them out. Um, But this is also why we say have a maintenance done before the cold weather yep. it's it's you know people say well i'm not going to use my furnace for two months that's okay mm-hmm. let's check it make sure everything's safe heat exchangers not cracked because if it is cracked you have time to buy a new one yep. if it is december and we go out and check it and it's cracked you got hours or days to buy a new one mm-hmm. uh, because uh, we have to shut the gas off at that point yeah so anytime we find a safety problem, what's the what's our licenses tell us we have to do?
1: Well, we need to protect our customers, uh, you know, any homeowners, anybody in that building. And then just under our licenses, uh, that's, you know, one of our jobs is, uh, you know, we're liable to to check those things and make sure that we're doing our jobs and keeping people safe.
0: And so there's two infractions. We call it an A and a B. Yep. What's the difference between the two?
1: A is a, a is a cracked heat exchanger, for example, or I've seen it before. On a, you know, an older furnace back in the day that used to use plumbing pipe for the venting. Uh, I've seen it cracked right off in the house. So when you have a hazard that's immediate and needs to be fixed because it's, you know, <laughs> already present, uh, it's, it's you shut the gas off to that appliance or appliances that it's affected by a B tag is you have 42 days to fix that. So uh, if it's something minor that can be fixed and you come back with a part, um, or, you know, if you wanted to replace the furnace, if it's, you know, on its way out, but not an immediate safety hazard, then we can put a B tag on it and then it buys you some time to make that decision.
0: So it can be, we can see, you know, I'll, I'll talk about a water heater, what we call a conventional that, Usually, we'll have a four-inch vent that will go off the top of it and run to a chimney. Mm -hmm. And we could see that that venting is corroding, but does not have holes in it. If it's got holes in it, carbon monoxide's coming into the home. we got to A-tag it, shut it off. Mm -hmm. If we just see the corrosion happening, but it hasn't put a hole in it, we then can give that B-tag and say, now you've got 42 days to get this repaired. Right. Now, what if they say, forget it, Peter doesn't know what he's talking about, and they decide they're not going to do it, then what happens?
1: Well, if if it's B tagged in that scenario, then, you know, if you wanted to have another company do a second opinion or, uh, you know, us do a second opinion for whatever reason, um, then another tech could clear that tag, but um, that responsibility and liability would fall on that other company, but that's not the right thing to do, like... That B tag is meant in place to fix that hazard that's going to be present down the road in the near future.
0: And when we infract it, we have to notify the uh, supplier. So in this area, it's Embridge yep. in most cases, or it can be uh, NRG and Elmer area. And I think they got bought out by somebody. I'm yeah. trying to think of who. But they, uh, it can be or superior propane or anything like that. Dollar Carnes, you know, if it if it was their propane supplier at that point. Mm-hmm. And if you don't fix it in 42 days, what's going to happen?
1: Well, to- they're going to come out and they're going to shut the gas off to your to your house, right? Because they they so now not, instead of just that water heater not working, now you have your furnace and everything else the whole gas gets shut off to the house just until it's corrected
0: and they're doing that you know so that people don't ignore this Mm -hmm. you know oh i got 42 days and all of a sudden the month goes by pretty quick yeah and they need you know we get a lot of calls on 41 days saying Mm -hmm. oh 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 can you come out and fix this now and we may have to order parts um we may have the stuff in stock but when you get these infractions it's something you definitely have to react on Mm -hmm. And, you know, unfortunately, our license say we have to notify the supplier of the fuel to the home immediately, which means we have to call them into a special line. And then we have to fax or email now the infraction notice mm-hmm. within 24 hours as well. Yeah. If someone says to me, well, when you walk out this door, I'm going to turn gas back on. Mm-hmm that's going to also be communicated to that fuel supplier and they may make the decision to come out and turn the gas off and lock the meter mm-hmm. which then nobody can unlock that meter except the fuel supplier yeah so it's you know it's not to be mean it's not to say hey i got more power than you but it is also to say if you're not going to take your safety seriously mm-hmm. then we will by locking off that meter or or having the utility lock off the right. meter and so we don't want to infract or tag any customer.
1: No, it's definitely probably the worst part of my job is having that conversation, but at the same time I've had so many so many experiences with finding a crack or you know even co in the home and the customers have just been so thankful that i've caught it before anything major has happened yeah
0: and when i get the phone call that they're upset i say so do you want us just let you pass away yeah what's your family going to think at that point Mm -hmm. what's your lawyer now going to call me about yeah so i said you know no we can't just leave it it has to get taken care of Mm -hmm. and Again, I hound maintenance, maintenance, maintenance. We can catch all this stuff ahead of time mm-hmm. if you just allow us to come out and maintain your equipment. Yeah. So, you know, go to our website, uh, peterinch.ca, click on the maintenance tab, and we have our inch plans there level one, level two, and level three. And it explains everything that's covered, the cost, uh, and get those. And if you're not sure, book a tune up, we call it we'll come out to the home or you'll come out to the home not me yeah and then you'll talk to them about our plans yeah. and what's available with them mm-hmm. so what's covered in that inch care what's that plan do
1: um well the big thing on that level one inch care plan is that's for equipment out of warranty so we we try to you know maintain that equip- piece of equipment as best as possible but you know whatever reason you know if something were to happen we give you a discount on repairs uh, as long as that's the you know the route that makes sense to go so you get the 15% off on parts and labor and then the big one to me uh, is uh, priority service so whether it's during the day throughout the week or you know after five at, after throughout the week or Saturday Sunday we always have a technician on call uh, but you do get that priority service and discounts on the repairs but again, like Peter, like you had said, just maintaining that piece of equipment is the best thing you can do to even prevent those repairs from even happening. So,
0: yeah. And then our inch protect, which is our level two, Mm -hmm. what's it cover, or how's it?
1: So if there's a manufacturer warranty, um, we can we can get the part covered through Lennox, carrier, uh, whatever manufacturer you have, um, but the level two, we we decide if it qualifies, we will match the labor, so any repairs you have will be covered um, by us at no charge.
0: Right. So parts are covered by the manufacturer. Yep. Labor is covered by the inch protect. Yep. It also includes a maintenance with it. Yep. It will come out and do a maintenance, and that's part of the inch protect. Yep. Now, you, we need to have either some manufacturers, we can look it up in an app and see if there's warranty. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't, we need you to have the registration, yep. or we're going to fall back to what I call the minimum warranty, which is five years. Yep. And if you say, no, 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 it's got 10, mm-hmm. and we say, well, your product's six years old, you can't prove to me it's got 10, yep. and we're going back to five, so you're not qualified for the inch protect. Yeah. So our next level, the inch ultimate protection, mm-hmm. they could qualify for that. Yeah.
1: And what's that? So the inch protect, the level three, it is a so when we install a new piece of equipment, uh, we've been installing Carrier, um, just with the good brand and Carrier, and then you know trusting our workmanship, uh, we've decided you know everything that we've explained earlier with the um, the priority service and maintaining your equipment you obviously get uh, but the big thing is we extend that manufacturer warranty to 12 years so for 12 years as long as you have that annually maintained you're you're getting both parts and labor covered at no charge service calls everything everything's included under that plan so um, it, I guess it doesn't get any better than that uh, it's kind of a worry-free plan that everything's included
0: so we're going to take a quick break here. You're listening to the Inch by Inch, the Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch, Home Comfort Show, presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We have Brandon Baldwin in with us today, and fortunately Mr. Gilbert's on holidays, or should I say I really appreciate the Mr. Gilbert's on holidays, we have someone with it str- with experience in here talking yeah. to us, so it's good to have you in. Um, couple questions that's come in the mailbag is my air conditioner is not level anymore. Is this a concern? So, what do they mean, not level?
1: Well, your outdoor unit, uh, you know, we do our best, and I'm sure a lot of companies do their best to level the pad that that outdoor unit's sitting on however unfortunately you know with ground movement especially this year in a drought uh like with the grounds cracking you're gonna get you know soil moving and that unit could <laughs> go at a level so uh your question there you know is it a concern it it can be for sure like uh it should be it should be level if anything it should be slightly very slightly sloped t- away from the home just so that the water can drain away from the house so um, the biggest concern is you don't want it to get out of hand and it cause damages to that line set or kink, anything.
0: So it can be, if it gets really bad, you know, a couple inches, let's say, yep. depending, it the line set could be holding the air conditioner up. Right. And that's putting a lot of stress on it. Yep. And with the starting and stopping of the compressor, uh, could lead to that line set
1: developing a leak. Yeah, or like I say, kinking a kinking a line set, and you just created a restriction and there's no quick fix for that. There's uh your cutting line set and it's a good five, six hour job to pump down and everything. So
0: So I'm gonna get my two by four out, you know, <laughs> on a rock and I'm gonna pry down on the on the stone to lift it up. Yeah. So I can put gravel underneath there. Depending on your stone you might be able to do that, but yeah. now if I you know, but I'm going to lift it two inches higher than normal, so that when I set it back down, is that going to hurt the line set when I start doing that?
1: It could. Yep. Yeah. Normally, uh, <laughs> it's not advised that you do that. <laughs> Just so again, whether it's naturally shifting down or you're prying up on it, yeah, <laughs> kind of two things you don't want to have happen.
0: Right. So it's you know I have seen you know or I have told people what they can do is is for better terms, put a 2x4 under the stone mm-hmm. and get that level, yep. the, the unit. Now, fill it with gravel all around with your hands, pushing it in and packing it the best you can, yep. and then you can pull out the 2x4, yep. and it should sit there, and now you fill the hole where the 2x4 was. And But you can't go higher than level, mm-hmm. and you you know when you're moving it, if it has sunk really bad and you're moving it back up, you got to be really careful. Or yep. call the experts, call us, yep. get us to come out and, and do that and, and make sure that we can get it all level for you. Yep. So we had another question come in. It says, uh, I need a new thermostat and I hate all the fancy computer ones. <laughs> um, so I think they're talking smart thermostats. Mm-hmm. Can I get a basic thermostat to run my equipment?
1: good question um it really depends on your furnace to be honest um a lot of you know with technology the way it's advancing a lot of high-end furnaces if they're a modulating furnace lennox like most manufacturers will have their own uh but uh even carrier their infinity thermostat it's designed to have an electronic signal to communicate with that furnace and even sometimes the outdoor unit so by changing that thermostat as much as you may hate all the side of things inside of it. Um, It it is really designed to, you know, optimize that system operation of dehumidifying the summertime, obviously cooling, uh, fan speeds, and then obviously heating as well. It'll stage that furnace anywhere from 35 approximate percent to 100 percent of fire rate. So if you have one of those, it, you know, and the modulating furnaces, It's not a quick fix and it's not, it doesn't make sense to put in something simple. But if you have an Ecobee or a Nest um, or something that's just a smart thermostat, then there you could replace it to something simpler. Uh, But again, the control and you know the operation of everything isn't quite as it should be.
0: Now, some of these smart thermostats, I'd say you can dumb them down, you can make them into a simple thermostat Mm -hmm. and take all that functionality out of the thermostat and control now you're paying a lot of money mm-hmm. for something that's not going to do what it was meant to do right and i I have
1: I whenever I do an install or a service if I put a new ecobee in let's say I usually will leave on my card and just say call me like I have one of these at my house call me and I can walk you through because it's an awesome thermostat it's just take some time to get used to it's kind of like having a a car with all the buttons and gadgets you like them once you like you know once you get used to them but it's just that you know initial period of you know getting used to it and playing with it
0: now the you know some of us oldies like (laughs) myself remember the old honeywell round thermostat are they still available
1: hard to find uh they're not as a from a technical side it's not the best option right um any smart thermostat or you know digital thermostat it will have a time delay uh which in my mind is a a big a a big thing it'll protect your outdoor unit from blowing a compressor uh just just protecting your equipment so um you can still get them um but not recommended
0: and they aren't they're still electronic now they're not like the old mercury thermostats and and should you pull out a mercury thermostat and you're putting in a new one do not throw it in the garbage. No. Bring it to us or bring it to a, a heating uh, company, and they should have a recycle pail yep. that we put all those thermostats in and ship them back mm-hmm. um, because we don't want any of that mercury getting into our lakes or into our land. So. Yeah. Please, if it has a mercury bulb in it, do not throw it. it. And do not cut the mercury bulb out. Mm-hmm. Just bring the whole thermostat in. Because right. if you walk in with a mercury bulb, we're probably telling you, you get walk out. Yeah, We don't want any of that mercury leaking into our office or anything like that. Yeah. And we had, uh, you know, I keep my home very clean. Could the air in my home still not be clean? The dirt in the air... It, is not coming from what i call a dirty home or a clean home now if you have a big white dog yeah there's a lot of dirt coming from the big white dog yeah and stuff like that but it can blow through cracks from a dirty road Mm -hmm. you know road construction going on outside or even two or three blocks away yeah and that can blow into a home so i wouldn't say a clean home or dirty home contributes or can contribute to the dirtiness of the air but normally it is just coming from the air. Mm-hmm. So should they, how can they
1: clean the air? Um, either like a filter cabinet upgrade. Uh, one thing that we, you know, have always kind of stood behind is uh, APCO, uh, like a UV system, uh, like it not only, you know, your filter will catch, you know, the big things, but then your your APCO, uh, the UV light will actually, you know, clean the air. Um, doesn't help with dust but it's it's an air cleaner um but having your ducks cleaned regularly uh you know two to five years is kind of the recommendation unless you got a big white dog maybe annually i don't know (laughs) yeah my my dog my little husky she uh, she sheds a lot too so that's something i need to be looking at this year so it's just like your furnace maintenance is something you got to add to that regular maintenance
0: and you can upgrade filters but you have to be careful with that so if you got a one inch filter and and let's just say it's a merv 8 Mm -hmm. well i'm going to put in a merv 13. Mm -hmm. well you have to be careful because that's restricting the air Mm -hmm. and then the dirt that it's going to collect is going to restrict the air so if you're not uh, handy in changing it Mm -hmm. regularly that's going to stress out the furnace
1: yep oh yeah Uh, whenever i see a one inch cabinet uh, i can't stress it enough that you just kind of keep the filter simple don't get the gp where you can see it you know see right through it but You know keep it simple don't buy that fifty dollar one inch filter because it's too restrictive Um, you're better off saving that forty dollars per filter and saving towards a better filter cabinet
0: and then we when we install a new furnace we're putting in a a five inch filter cabinet merv 11 filter yep and in most cases that's good enough
1: yeah and that'll last you six to 12 months Uh, a lot of people can push it closer to the year but six months for sure you got a five inch filter that'll you know give you great filtration and keep your equipment clean and you know reduce that dust in the house as well
0: yeah well you're listening to the inch by inch the home comfort show presented by peter inch and associates heating and air conditioning When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at 226-499-3752. We're always online at peterinch.ca and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Inch by Inch Home Comfort Show presented by Peter Inch and Associates Heating and Air Conditioning. We are fortunate to have Brandon Baldwin with us, one of our senior technicians. Uh, because mr gilbert decided he was going to rebuild his porch so we'll see how sore he is next week when he comes back and whether he's got cuts on that soft sales hands yeah. you know he's not used to this hard work uh, i hope he got out kayaking a couple times he and you know had a couple days off anyways but i know it was a big job to rebuild that porch yeah
1: well deserved time off for sure <laughs> oh i don't know if he deserves that <laughs>
0: Um, so a question came in. It says, "When is the right time to replace a furnace?"
1: Well, the the right time is sooner sooner than sooner than later. Like you don't want to you don't want to be reactive. You want to be a little proactive. So the maintenance is huge. Um, if we're if we've been out a few times and we're giving you you know some warnings of heat exchanger you know getting worse or you know, you got a couple of components that, you know, could fail, you know, you need to kind of absorb that and just, you know, take, take our advice and maybe, you maybe don't need to change it this year, but you need to start setting that money aside and preparing that, Hey, this could happen, but you don't want to wait until it's <laughs> minus 20 out or, you know, until that first, you know, before it gets cold. And then now all of a sudden you got no heat and you're in panic mode.
0: Yeah. We talk about it, you know, like we've been talking about getting your maintenance done in your furnace and people going, it's 45 degrees Humidex Mm -hmm. and you're talking about a furnace. Yeah. You know, it's like me talking, you know, do you have your air conditioner cover clean? Mm -hmm. Do you have it ready? Because we're going to be putting it on in 30 days and we just want to make sure. And if you don't have one, order it. Don't put that board with a brick on top. Yeah. You know, let's get the proper cover ordered. But we talk about this all early to prevent that breakdown or buy in the really cold weather. yeah, Because it then is just a panic Mm -hmm. at that point. And, you know, people, when can you get it in? And they're buying on when it can go in versus the quality of the install and the correct furnace going in. Right. And and sometimes I just say, you know, you're setting yourself up. Yes, you're going to fix your problem today but you're going to carry your problem through for many years after this because it wasn't installed right right so you can buy a cadillac of a furnace but if they don't install it correctly it's not a cadillac anymore
1: it's it will be a chevette that first day is important for sure
0: and we you guys spend a lot of time on setup after it's done mm-hmm. you know we get it put in in that but we spend a good amount of time making sure the gas pressure is right, mm-hmm. making sure the drains are working, and and all of that, so that there is no callbacks or yep. return visits at that point. Right. Now, one size fits all?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, uh, physically and uh, you know, heating capacity size. Uh, you know, they obviously are a little smaller, a little different. Uh, but uh, obviously, the big thing is that you know the BTUs, uh, the heating capacity out of that furnace you know we, there's no there's no oh you had a 50,000 BTU or 60,000 BTU where that's what you're going to get no like the the proper way to do it is you need to do what's called a, a heat loss heat gain calculation and depending on that calculation cuz you you may have you have a you might have a furnace that's you know 25 years old but you put in new doors new windows um insulation in the attic and all those things will adjust you know how much heat loss you have on that structure so um, all of our guys are qualified to to do those calculations and size that equipment properly
0: now what if I you know because again you may get surprised at this you haven't spent you haven't had years to put money aside for it and now it breaks down and you're saying hey Mm -hmm. I, I don't have the money to pay for a new furnace what options do people have
1: well one advantage we have over you know others is uh you know we we have options that will fit you know pretty well any buyer's needs so whether you got the cash and you're ready to buy the furnace you've been prepared um obviously you can you can pay it out and buy it yourself uh you know through us uh you can if if you're having issues and it's kind of a surprise you didn't you weren't prepared to <laughs> replace that furnace and to be honest air conditioner they should be done at the same time uh you know for optimum performance uh we 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 have you know attractive uh finance options and then uh renting as well so it really just depends on your needs uh and we present all three you know to to every customer on each call
0: and then they, they get to choose what fits right. into their exactly business. yeah it's not us telling it's us presenting right. Giving you all the options and then backing away and letting you make that decision, not yeah. get your arm behind your back and keep twisting it yeah. till you say yes. And, yeah. you know, that's what we spend a lot of time on great customer service here. Mm-hmm. You know, with our tagline, uh, great service is only an inch away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we spend a lot of time on that versus pressure selling mm-hmm. or you need to buy today. Now, there is. Um, what we call programs, cool cash from carrier, rebate programs from the government um, that have timelines. You have to buy it, have it installed by the state uh, for you to get those rebates. Now, rebates usually take six to eight weeks to get, Mm -hmm. so it isn't like I put it in today and I'm going to get the money tomorrow. There is a a length of time it takes to get that money back. But, um, you know, those are the only time where there's a pressure if you want that rebate, that we have to get it done. So, Now, there was a question that came in that said, my basement is completely finished with drywalled ceilings. Do I need to replace the piping to my air conditioner or the venting to my furnace uh, with a new install? Uh,
1: Whenever possible, uh, which is 99.9% of the time is what we try to do is on it you know on your air conditioner you'll have copper lines that go from a indoor coil above your furnace to your obviously your outdoor unit outside your a- ac um so those copper lines the the refrigerant has changed from r22 to r410a uh but w- whenever possible those line that line set has to be changed so uh unfortunately it may mean cutting a six by 12 hole in the ceiling and putting the grill in after you get you know your drywall guy to come back and do that but um, ideally that's what we try to do on the cooling side and then on the heating side uh, we always try to change that uh, venting to the white pvc 636 even if that's what you have it's getting changed just because we don't know you know for sure how that guy did his joints and connections and it's just got to be again a safety thing it's got to be done and started fresh and new
0: and if it's a black abs it has to be. Right. There, we, it, the code says we must change
1: that. Yep. I mean, if you have black ABS in your home currently, uh, it's strongly recommended. Again, a maintenance is done and inspected just because I've seen so many times it's cracked or leaking water. Um, just there's a reason that they changed that to the white pipe because of the, so many issues with it.
0: Now, we, um, our listeners don't know you too well, mm-hmm. so you play ball hockey.
1: Uh, yeah, I do a little bit of everything. I, uh, I was in a provincials ball hockey tournament with uh, my team out of Tilsonburg. Uh, there in London last weekend, and in my spare time, two nights ago, I played soccer for Elmer in St. Thomas.
0: Yeah. And uh, how'd you do in the tournament?
1: We lost to a really good team out of Toronto. Yeah. Um, I think it was like seven to two. They came out flying, scored like fifteen seconds in. So it was it was a heartbreaker because we had a good team, uh, but yeah it was, and was, it was that the provincial it was yeah. yeah yeah. so so did that was that the
0: final game or that the was the semis, semis yeah. so
1: we we finished fourth overall out of the yeah. ten but
0: well that's not bad in all of Ontario
1: yeah well I think the farthest uh, was Ottawa yeah and then there's us and another team from London and Hamilton a few from Toronto so
0: now where do you play that in the was it down at Clarkside Road
1: um it was at King Kinsman just oh yeah uh, yep. yeah yeah by Cowboys there um now most of my ball hockey that I do play is at like ball hockey international at Clark Road uh, yeah which
0: uh <laughs> Clark and Hamilton area yes. there yeah yeah yep. yep.
1: outdoors yep yeah yeah yep. no I enjoy it keeps me keeps me fit and in shape <laughs>
0: and then in soccer who's uh, your team there uh
1: it's uh, elmer fc i've known most of those guys uh, a long time um i with my acl surgery two years ago i've been taking it easy and only playing part-time this year but uh yeah we ended up winning lot two nights ago uh two nothing and it was aware uh, i think we're sitting two out of ten teams in that for our season so the in guys what position need, do you play? Center mid. Center mid. Yeah, so <laughs> okay. lots of <are> running. Lots <laughs> of running. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you for setting in there, stepping in for Steve. We greatly yeah. appreciate it. When we're not on the radio, you can reach us at two two six four nine nine three seven five two, or always online at PeterInch You can listen to this show or any show by going to peterinch.ca and hitting our podcast button at the top of the homepage. As we say at the shop. Life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch. Life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.